Episode 7 of the Coaching Through Podcast starts now. Welcome to the Coaching Through Podcast, where we're covering people pleasers, codependent, and like a boundary doers, hang out, be vulnerable, and take healing by the hand and say, let's go. I am your host, Vernisa Williams, aka V, MSW, therapist and coach. And it is my honor to bring coaching through to the podcast realm to create a safe space for women to work through their healing by reclaiming their voice. I am a single mom, grandmother, Christ believer, divorcee, social worker, and plant mom. We will coach through the topics of people pleasing, boundaries, being codependent, and much more. This episode, we are coaching through building your core values. What I will be focusing on is the difference between values and core values and how this differentiates the non-negotiables and what you are willing to compromise. When is it okay to compromise and why core values are non-negotiable? When we talk about value, it is the amount of worth ascribed to something. So my first question to you is, to what degree do you have merit, honor, or have strong conviction to the values you live by? Think about your values and the emotions that might come up when you think about them. Whether it's the emotion of excitement or frustration, your values will signal you if something is not right. If your automatic thought right now was red flags, you are correct. Your core values, if you listen, will let you know if something is attempting to dishonor or reveal a value to you. And depending on the amount of worth ascribed to it, you now have to make the decision if it is a core value that is non-negotiable or you are willing to compromise. I hope this makes sense. This process of having integrity in your decision is one that you may have to give it a day or two of thought. Or if the decision is a no-brainer for you, you, my friend, have differentiated core values versus values. I can end my show now. My work is done. I'm just joking. Ready for some examples? Let's discuss core values and the emotion frustration. Believe it or not, our emotions will show us core values we have not connected with. I always like to give the example of one of my core values, organization when I am working with my clients. Doing so, I am illustrating how practical identifying your core values can be and how easy we miss the signal because we think emotions that does not feel good is bad. So we'll ignore them. While I am going through my example, you will see when you push back emotions that don't feel good, you are actually missing out on the opportunity of finding a piece of your voice. Core value, organization. I need my environment organized. Not just my home, but any environment that I spend a good amount of time in. If my environment is out of order, let's say for a day, it will begin to affect my mood. My two senses, sight and hearing, begin to go in overdrive. What I am hearing and seeing is now magnified and set on max volume. I become overstimulated. If I do not tidy up after one day, now it's affecting my well-being. I am antsy, my mood is low, I'm feeling anxious, it's like, ah, yes, it gets so bad. When I realized a long time ago was an unorganized environment triggers my negative feelings and memories of my childhood home. The home I was raised in had critters, flying and not. 
along with mice. The home had beautiful features like hardwood floors and stained glass windows, but it was traumatizing living in those conditions. So fast forward to my present. If I am having a creative block or there's something that seems this off balance, I check in to figure out what is wrong. Then I check in with my needs. As I am thinking, I usually look around my environment. If there is something that needs to be put in this place, maybe I need to clean the kitchen or vacuum the floor, etc. I'll go handle it. I get my aromatherapy oils going, I sit in quiet, all the things to provide for my need. Look, I get if this sounds like a lot because I legit do this. Who wants to be triggered though, frustrated or overwhelmed? I certainly don't. If I need to make time to take care of myself in order for me to feel better, I will. I am worth the time it takes to care for my well-being. Too much of my core self is connected to this one value. This is a non-negotiable, and unfortunately, I had to learn this the hard way. This honoring this core value again is not an option. What about compromising on a value? Here's another example. What if collaboration is a value of yours? Let's say you have two jobs. The first job you work at, a landscaping business as a landscaper, and the other job you work as an insurance agent. Your position as a landscaper, of course you are part of a team. The result of the job is relying on teamwork. Each person is assigned a job to do. If the person doing the trimming is slacking, it could throw off the work of the person responsible for the mowing. Now, if anyone is listening and has done this type of work, if I am wrong, my bad. This is just an example. But my point is collaboration is a must. But as an insurance agent, you will, for the most part, work one-on-one with clients. The need for collaboration to get the work done compared to your first job is not mandatory. Therefore, depending on the situation, you are open to compromising this value. Now let's get to the good part, building your core values. I am for sure working you today. Ready to learn about yourself? Let's go. First, think of or write down all your values you can identify. Second, think about the different areas of your life, like social, family, relationships, creative, occupational, financial, academia, you get the point. Write them down using numbers or bullets, whichever gets your processing flowing. Three, write down the values beside the life area it presents itself in. Four, you might see that you have the same values in more than one life area. Five, the values that are repetitive have the potential to be core values, just a FYI. How do you find that out? Check in with the emotions and physical needs that are connected to it. Six, have you identified a non-negotiable yet? Or ones that are significant but not exactly provoking you to place high honor to it? Seven, now categorize your work. What are your repetitive or non-repetitive values? Categorize them as core values or non-provoking values. Eight, time to check in. Now be honest with your results. What do you see? Did emotions come up? Did scenarios pop in your head to help guide you to suitable placement of your core values or values? Nine, lastly, you are finally done. 
What did you learn about your values and yourself during this activity? This is work that you really need to keep. When a situation arises that is challenging, people-pleasing, codependency, and your boundaries, I hope you can refer back to this to check in to see if what you have decided is an absolutely not or one you are willing to compromise with no strings attached. Look, I meant it when I said this journey is work, but I will always tell you, you are worth it. Next week, we will be coaching through expectations. I am presently preparing for our first guest to the podcast. I am so excited about it. That is coming soon, so stay tuned for that. As always, the call to action is in effect in the show notes. Also, I have decided to randomly post bonus episodes called Drop Seed, where I will drop a pressing thought I have during the week. If you have not peeped in since last Wednesday, check out the bonus episode uploaded this past Saturday. And before we go, I want to shout out all of you. Whether you are from the States or listening in from Germany, Israel, Russia, New Zealand, France, Africa, the United Kingdom, and Canada, I see you. I am so grateful that you are here. And I hope you all will join me again next week. Be well and peace out.